Welcome back to your daily Bible podcast. Today we are continuing in the book of Galatians. We are in chapter 6, and I will read the entire chapter. Brothers, someone in your group might do something wrong. You who are spiritual should go to him and help make him right again. You should do this in a gentle way, but be careful. You might be tempted to sin too. Help each other with your troubles. When you do this, you truly obey the law of Christ. If anyone thinks that he is important when he is really not important, he's only fooling himself. He should not compare himself with others. Each person should judge his own actions. Then he can be proud for what he himself has done. Each person must be responsible for himself. Anyone who is learning the teaching of God should share all the good things he has with his teacher. Do not be fooled. You cannot cheat God. A person harvests only what he plants. If he plants to satisfy his sinful self, his sinful self will bring him eternal death. But if he plants to please the Spirit, he will receive eternal life from the Spirit. We must not become tired of doing good. We will receive our harvest for eternal life at the right time. We must not give up. When we have the opportunity to help anyone, we should do it. But we should give special attention to those who are in the family of believers. I'm writing this myself. See what large letters I use. Some men are trying to force you to be circumcised. They do these things so that the Jews will accept them. They are afraid that they will be treated badly if they follow only the cross of Christ. Those who are circumcised do not obey the law themselves, but they want you to be circumcised. Then they can brag about what they forced you to do. I hope I will never brag about things like that. The cross of our Lord Jesus Christ is the only reason for bragging. Through the cross of Jesus, my world was crucified and I died to the world. It is not important if a man is circumcised or not circumcised. The important thing is being the new people God has made. Peace and mercy to those who follow this rule, to all of God's people. So do not give me any more trouble. I have scars on my body. These show I belong to Jesus Christ, my brothers. I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ will be with your spirit. Amen. Now, when you and I make the decision to follow Jesus Christ, we start a lifelong journey. But this isn't a trip that we can make on our own. When we ask Jesus into our lives, we are joined to a family, the family of God, made up of other Christians all around the world all trying to do our very best to follow the steps of Christ and become more and more like Jesus. God is relational all the way to his very core. And he longs, he yearns to have a deeper and fuller relationship with each and every one of us. And he also desires that each of us would be growing in our relationships with each other. See, Jesus demonstrated this for us in his relationship with his 12 disciples. In Galatians 6, verses 1 through 3, he teaches us that community is absolutely necessary for every single Christian. So how do we know when we found the people God wants us to share our lives with? Well, 
when we're looking at the community that God has placed in our lives, it tells us a few things. One, do we listen to what God has to say? Do we hold each other accountable? Do we speak the truth to one another in love and grace? Are we dependable and trustworthy? And are we giving each other encouragement? See, believing we can do everything in this Christian life by ourselves is pride. It shows a lack of humility. And opening up our lives to other believers may be a scary thing, especially if you've been hurt in the past. But listen, what we gain by investing in God's people and the friendships that he has for us in the church far outweighs anything that we could ever lose. When we respond to God's command to love each other and invest in the relationships, that is when we experience the joy, compassion, and the depths of emotion that come from this Christian life that he's designed for us. So don't give up on each other. Don't give up on doing good. Don't give up. Because the Bible promises that a reward and eternal life is coming. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this wonderful gift that you've given us called your church. I thank you that Jesus, you gave your life for your church and that you told us the gates of hell would not prevail against her. I thank you, Jesus, that together in the body of Christ, we become a home, a house, a temple where the Spirit of God lives and dwells. I thank you for these wonderful truths, and I pray today that you will help us to love your church the way that you do, to give our lives for the church the way that you did, and to encourage one another. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.